Welcome to episode 38 of the Permaculture Pimp Cast. Your home for permaculture, preparedness, and practical living. How you doing, son? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm Billy. And I'm William. And together we're father and son team dropping it all over the internet or wherever this thing's being broadcast. Yeah, internet. Yeah, okay. Internet. And other places. Well, check us out also on the Fountain app, Fountain app y'all. Tip a pimp. Yeah, you can go there. You can drop some tips. Um, if you don't want to, it's either, it's a really good app. If you're doing nothing else than just listening to your podcast. Also, this episode brought to you by Hickory Ridge soap from two old crows.com. Turn that simp into a pimp. Bam. That's how we roll. All right, y'all tip of the day. Stop asking for permission. All right. Here's what I'm talking about. A lot of people are saying, hey, I'm going to this. <laughs> yeah, this could be misunderstood. Yeah, this could be taken too far. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is not, you know, hey, I for didn't you guys ask out if there, this truck was for sale. Yeah, yeah. Oh, or uh, unwanted sexual advances or whatever. No. Okay, guys and gals, this thing applies. <laughs> right after I said it, I'm thinking, man, this could be yeah. easily misunderstood. No, stop asking for permission when it comes to certain things. Unless you just want to be told no. Now, what I'm getting at specifically is there are times and people have hit me up and it's, it's been a pretty common question. Like, Hey, I've gone to X place or Y place went wherever. And, um, they told me no, or they just weren't willing to work with me. In which case I'm going to recommend that maybe you don't listen. Or if you think they're going to say no, maybe you don't ask. But a lot of times you're hearing no, because a, you went on the wrong day. You hit them at the wrong time of day. And if you can open a whole lot of doors and think also about that shirt Jack Spearco has carbon capture composting. Okay. I'm going to do some videos where I'm talking about, and I'm actually wearing that shirt in the video to kind of illustrate exactly what I'm talking about. So we might even do a little thing where it's like a Q and a, you pretend to be um, a person, some lunatic like on the, the other code side. enforcers. Well, maybe something like something that. Something like that. And then you go in there and talk about how you go about the script you can essentially use to well, go in there and get this stuff. Also, I think too many people are used to government instead of governance. Like, ask yourself, before you're about to do something, ask yourself, does it negatively affect anybody else? And if not, why are you asking permission? Or ask yourself, is it an unjust law? Yeah. It I may mean, not. If, if what you're doing doesn't affect anybody else, or negatively or positively or anything... Why are you asking permission? The only time you'd be asking permission is if it affected somebody else. Who are you going to ask for permission when you're gorilla gardening at, let's say, on the side of an interstate yeah, exactly. or something like that? I, I mean, guarantee you the people you'd be asking, the, or NC dot, <laughs> they're yeah. going to say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that that They're, they're going to tell you no, so you don't ask. Maybe you don't ask. I mean, I'm not going to ask. But and they um, should say no. They should say no because they, they have to think about the dumbest person among us. They have to think about the idiot who's not going to park his, his car far enough off the interstate to harvest a squash and he's going to get hit. Or, you know, it could end up like mine where you see <laughs> Traumatinos flying all over the place when they came <laughs> yeah. through that mower. And there's, I mean, it looked like a... <laughs> that's why you have like multiple spots. <laughs> yeah, that's why you want definitely multiple spots. But it's getting that time of year. I plan on... We're just so doggone busy, y'all. And I'm not complaining because this is, this is truly the work I love. But when you go to a place and let's say you follow the script, you're invariably going to hear no. In fact, you're going to hear it more times... You're going to hear no more often than you hear yes, but you got to be okay with it. And then ask yourself, okay, well, I asked, but they have a dumpster over at this place that uh, doesn't exactly have a lock on it. I'm going to go in there. What are they going to do? Or I would say, I would suggest before even like the only time you should ask really on at some of these places is if you get caught. And even then, you're already doing it. All like, right. There was that place when we were... So people tell me, oh, well, this chicken tractor, I can't get stuff around here. I live in... Look, y'all, I lived in Decab, Texas, and we still made it happen. So don't don't tell me that you can't make it happen anywhere yeah. else. I've given some really good options to doing this. There's nothing in Decab. Right. But, okay, so you can... In fact, there's a place in Asheville. I'm not going to say what it is, but there is a place where there's a flip-top dumpster, and it's a well-known grocery store chain. 
Okay. I know exactly where this place is and they don't have a compactor like a lot of these places do. Well, right there is a good place to look y'all. Well, actually, if it's the one I'm thinking of the whole, every store that I've been to has a flip top dumpster. Well, this one in particular, okay. You may be, you may be right. I'm not going to announce it right here. There's certain things I only say live. And there's a reason for that. But the point being is that if you go in there and talk to the people in there and you tell them what you're doing, hey, I want to make compost. Don't tell them you're going to feed your animals. And they tell you no. Or it may be like in uh, DCAB. Well, it wasn't actually in DCAB. It was another place where they say, look, man, I can't give you this stuff. But wink, wink, around back, we just have a dumpster. I can, you know, if you pull it out of there, folks, I got pictures. Because I knew nobody would believe it. I got yeah. pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I got pictures of the entire truck doubled over of I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. A lot of this is food people can eat. Yeah, it was all packaged like it was crazy what they were throwing away. Yeah, it would floor you. And there's a lot of vegetables they're throwing away too. In fact, it, that's what you're gonna get the most of. But the, what astonished me was how much of like that was uh string cheese and granola bars and stuff like that. Perfectly but, good to eat. Yeah, that's what uh, like astonished me. The produce I expected to go bad. The stuff that's packed full of preservatives astonished me. <laughs> they had that stuff. I mean, I'm filling up my truck like you wouldn't believe. So you gotta look, you can't give up. And if they tell you no. What you going to do? That's you know what, what three-day-old dumpster cheese smells like? Yeah, look, all I I'm do. asking is, what are they going to do? They're going to take you to jail for taking food out of a dumpster? Yeah, and I then mean, start laughing when the cop shows up, because the, the cop is probably going to join you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be like, hey, uh, Mr. Cop, I'm taking this out. In fact, every time I've been caught in the past where I've been told no and I go anyway, is, uh, you know, it's usually some employee coming out there. I tell them what I'm doing briefly. Because they're just wanting to put, and I'll, I'll put it in the dumpster form. I'll say, hey, man, just leave it there. I'll take care of it. Here's here's a little trick, too. If the cop does show up, stand side by side with the cop, facing the person who called the cop. That, that'll help. They're not even going to do it nine times out of ten. And if the cop shows up, I'm sure he's got bigger fish to fry. If they don't, then you probably live in certain parts of Texas where they'll take you to jail and yeah. shake you down for the change in your pockets. Come one of those places where we lived. Yeah. All right, getting into the farm news, it's kind of tipping on. Um, it's 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 kind of a variation of the uh, tip in some of these. All right, son. So what have we been up to? We just processed uh, what was it, forty-one birds? Yeah. That, when you said what have we been up to, my mind went to a few different things. Yeah, we've been up to our eyeballs in <laughs> so many different we things. Narrowed down. Yeah, <laughs> the chickens. Yeah. So I mean, it's like from dawn till dusk around here. I know everybody's looking to kind of ease in the fall and winter, but we don't really get that luxury here. At least not yet. Not now. And I'll be honest with you, man, I just feel like I'm completely wiped out. I mean, I got my friend Gabe from Kansas City, and uh, he's in a, he's in South Carolina right now. I really wanted to see him, but I'm up to my eyeballs, man. And then tomorrow we got to go help Justin do sorghum. Um, we're going to process some of that. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, you just found that out. Yep. So he's going to start O-Dark 30. We'll get over there as soon as we can, see what we can do to help out, and probably get a way to make a good video out of that, too, because well, it's they came really over, awesome stuff. Justin and uh, Ben and Denise from Renewed Homestead, Justin from Metcalf Mills, they both have YouTube channels. They came over and helped us process those chickens. Yeah. They were going to bring – Ben and Denise brought over four problem hens, and Justin wants to fatten up his rooster some more. Yeah, he's going to he's going to fatten them up and then honestly Justin also invented I think he invented a new way of getting the um the crop. Well, well I'm not going to let's I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say he came up with a variation on processing that is honestly ingenious. I mean, it, it was really something to see how he came up with this and I can't wait for him to tell everybody about it. Oh, and check out on Patreon how we set up the I guess the gallows. Is that what you would call it? Gallows. The kill cones. Oh, the kill for cone. the chickens. Yeah. yeah, it was a pretty interesting little setup we had. Yeah, yeah, on the back of that truck. Yeah, yeah, we got that on Patreon. You can even see part of it. I think we go into more detail on Patreon. Yeah, but yeah, it's on YouTube also in that latest video. But yeah, we got. That's really what this thing's going to be about. But yeah, we got those birds in the freezer. Actually, they're in the freezer right now. Um, it, it always worries me, man, when you put that much meat in the freezer at once, because a lot of these newer freezers, and we put it in our older freezer. Here's the problem you run into. When you do that many birds and you stick them in one of these new freezers, the compressors aren't as good anymore. And these things will rot right there in the freezer before it ever freezes. 
So you got to almost pre-freeze it if you have other freezers. I mean, that's exactly the kind of junk they're selling these days. So you got to, I'm a little bit cautious. I'm out there looking. It looks like that older freezer we have is, yeah, is, is struggling through, but it's the camo one. Yeah. That, that one we got (laughs) from Cabela's, I think it's, it's definitely coming around. All right, man, we're doing sorghum tomorrow. So that's, yeah, I mean, busy, busy, busy. And of course, tech issues like nobody's business. Yeah. Um, I got an email today saying like, Hey, this is a test email. Just trying to get, um, yeah, just trying to get some something. Because like, they weren't getting any emails out. They just weren't even going out. And then I'll find out a number of these people are reaching out to me. A number of you folks out there, hey, y'all, I'm not... We probably ought to say this on YouTube. Look, I'm not... I don't dodge yeah, your emails. Yeah, do to say it on YouTube. I don't dodge your emails. For some reason, we're not getting them. Or I find some in the spam folder. And these are people that I've emailed before. Some of which I've never emailed before. And then your mom all of a sudden is shut out of her Google account. We got Yeah, mom can't even log it. We need to just Yeah, go ahead we need and to switch. jump. Yeah, we need to find we keep our saying way. It, but we need to do it. Well, there was an email about that too, talking about switching yeah. over to it, Proton Mail. Because honestly, what's going on with this Google crap and what they're doing to people they know are um liberty minded. I'm not believing it's some accident at this point. I mean, it, your mom was ready to throw that whole computer right out the window. How man. does it get worse the longer we use it? Yeah. You yeah. should get better. Like, yeah. if okay, if it is AI, it should get better the longer we use it. Yeah, they're getting better at suppressing us. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly what they're doing. Oh, they're like, oh, this is working perfectly. Yeah. Like, how does my phone have worse service since they've upgraded? Yeah. It, it's it's crazy, man. Well, um, some of the birds we didn't actually put into the uh, freezer. We kept about, what was it, eight or ten of them? I back. think it was about recall. ten. Okay, because ten we of processed, them. processed. Yeah, I think it was about ten of them. Uh, well, I think it was closer to eight. Well, whatever it was, um, they ended up down there in the uh, laying flock. And the idea being, and we'll we'll cover that in the main topic of this, because this this show is going to be about how to feed yourself for free. And we got look, we didn't, we're not Johnny come lately to this. We've been doing this for years, y'all, and we're trying to evangelize this to any and everybody who will listen. So look, we're. I, I, I'm not going to call myself an expert, but you know what? We're really darn good at it, okay? Um, when you get down to brass tacks on a lot of this stuff, uh, look, y'all, I'm not here selling fear. I never do. Um, but things are getting real, and they're getting in, and they're getting really expensive, too. But anyway, we took those birds. We got them down there. They were The layers were running alongside the meat birds uh, for about a week. Yeah. A week. I think over a week. So the integration process, when you take those birds from one flock and and put them into another, it's usually going to be a rough transition. But it, I mean, this one here went rather seamless. Yeah. This one's really smooth. They're not fighting each other. They're not, um, yeah, they're not going after each other. It's just those new ones are having trouble going into back into the coop. Yeah. Like they leave it in the morning, but they're having trouble. Like we just, mom and I just clipped, uh, what was it, six of them? They were sitting on top? They were sitting on top, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, we never had to clip those birds. So, they're trying to figure out what to do. We got to also clean out that tractor, too. Yeah. We're going to get that yeah. done tomorrow, too. So, it's like, I mean, it is nonstop from dawn till dusk trying to get everything squared away. But the integration went far better than Brown versus Board of Education. So, anyway, son, we were on the Kill the Bocking Birds podcast, and that was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, that was. That came out uh, yesterday. Yeah. Two days ago, maybe? Uh, or no, yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah. yeah, check out Kill the Mocking Birds, their latest, their latest podcast. Yeah, we were on there. It was a lot of fun, and these guys are really awake. I mean, they're more into the esoteric, um, you know, news items, and they criticize them and talk about it. But they do it in an entertaining way, and honestly, I think they do it in a very thoughtful way. And I've interviewed Joel um, a couple of times, and Sean, I've had him on once, maybe twice, but it was really good. And honestly, I thought it was one of my, I mean, if I have to say so, man, I thought I, I thought I made some yeah, really good points the there. Yeah, that was a good good interview. Yeah, it I, really was. I think you ought to check it out, folks, because I brought up some things there that came out that I didn't, I don't know that I've ever said it this way before, where I equate our human condition to a food forest, or at least a healthy or unhealthy one. And then finally, y'all, on the farm news, check it out. We got that pig processing class. You want to make yeah. yeah, you know what's really cool about this, what I'm really excited about, is frankly, at the end of the day, um, if nobody ever gets it, well, that would be a tragedy. But a number of people have already bought it, and right. I imagine a number will. But what people are not realizing, I think, so far, and maybe I need to do a better job of explaining, is if you look at what you get, for example, if you go to most pig processing classes, most cases you're never going to get see the opportunity to have, see that pig dispatched. You're almost never going to see it skinned. But when you see it at most classes, and this is what 
drives me crazy every time or gutted. Yeah. yeah, you're never going to see all those things. Well, we chose to, as we talked about before, we chose to skin this because, well, that's that applies to any animal. And plus, I'm not a big fan of scalding pigs. Typically, I know there's a there's a. In fact, we're going to do it here before long. We're actually yeah. going to do that demonstration. Yeah, Justin wants his pig scalded. Right, and he's got good reasons for it too. We're gonna we're gonna make some country hams out of that. We're gonna show you the real deal, old school way how to get that done. I'm looking forward to that. But the um, in this course, it's 220 bucks for anybody to teach you what you're being shown in this course. Honestly is somewhere in the neighborhood of about $500. So the value is there. And then I got I got a little, uh, little email down in here regarding all that I'm going to have to get to. But we'll cover that when the time is right. Now, also, there's a live stream. Uh, is it the 8th? Uh, we have you and you and uh, no, it's after the eighth. Yeah, it's, it's the after week the eighth. After. Jason's gonna, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna do whatever Q and A you have during that time. It's gonna be a live stream with uh, Dad and Jason, and uh, and just the people who bought it. Well, I'm gonna address somebody's email later on when we get to the Q and A section regarding this uh, pig class, and um, I'm gonna take my time on you. All right. So anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I haven't read this email. No. Um. Anyway. Um. Wow, world news. We're not going to spend a lot of time there as always, but it's important that you know. Bank of England expects, now this is from the BBC, Bank of England expects UK to fall in the longest ever recession. Well, why does that matter to you? Well, if you think we're typically just months behind whatever's going on in the UK, you can call this stuff a recession. You know what? I think we're on the greatest depression. I think we're really at the precipice of it before it's officially called that. Otherwise, I wouldn't be out here talking to, you know, our tagline in here, permaculture, preparedness, and practical living. Well, we're hitting that preparedness component right now, okay? And also, well, we're really hitting it all. But truth being is that this stuff is coming down like a ton of bricks. This whole system is sideways. That is why we're putting out courses right now. And we got to charge something for it. We're putting out courses right now that will get you prepped. Okay, so let's say you shot a deer. Everything I show you in that pig processing course applies to a deer. Most guys, are when they shoot a deer, they're going to rip out the back straps and then the front of it, they just turn into burger. And then, you know, look, I did a whole deer processing course for free yeah, on, YouTube. on YouTube. Yeah, but I don't hear any of the marchies out there complaining about that, all the stuff we give away for free. Um, look, the, the methods and techniques and the videos we're showing you right now, we're focusing more in the preparedness quadrant of all this because you're going to need it. And I want you to be equipped. So many of you people out there are just salt of the earth kind of people. And we're trying to show it to you, whether it's chicken tractor on steroids on large acreage like ours, or whether it's in the backyard of a suburban site like Eric Sider. Right. We are showing you. In fact, I want to get Eric back on and talk about this very thing. Yeah, the, because, chi- the urban chicken tractor on yeah. steroids. Yeah. I mean, you're getting when you when you hear somebody like Eric talk, folks, you are hearing from a world-class permaculture designer. The guy who's been around the blocks. He's not one of those people that's sitting back on a on a channel or whatever and he's doing it theory, right, theoretically. Yeah, he knows what works and where it works and how it works. Yeah, from practice. Exactly. So, we got you know, you're not going to find better and this is what we're trying to bring to you. We're not, you're not going to find a better person to hit all the holes that maybe we didn't touch because Eric is so incredibly thorough. He leaves no stone unturned. So this is exactly why we're hitting this chicken tractor from our perspective. And then Eric is hitting it from his and folks, you would be, believe me, if you're in a suburban site and you're not checking out what Eric's doing, you are selling yourself short, but it all goes back to this bad news. that's going on right out there. It's not just bad news. It isn't hyperbole. Some of this stuff I have direct knowledge of, especially when it comes to the grain issues that are going out in the Midwest. This is real, y'all. Fertilizer issues, those are real. Look, I'm I'm not a user of it, but everybody in our system is. So you better be insulated for all this stuff. Okay, now here's another one that kind of, this one comes from Natural News, and it, I man, I can't even read the right, oh, it was written by Mike Adams himself. Dollar dominance scheduled for termination. As Saudi Arabia, de- Saudi Arabia declares China its reliable partner. Now, why does that matter? Okay, well, the petrodollar. Okay, look, I know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go on forever in a day about this. You got the petrodollar, and you had the story. But okay, so you got the euro collapsing. You got 
the dollar, it looks real strong right now. It's because everybody else's currency is garbage. But everybody is starting to say, oh, man, look at the big bully out there. And um, they're starting to make little side deals of their own. You dig? So you better be worried about that, too. So if Saudi Arabia decides it's going to jump ship and it's going to tie up with Russia and China based on the way we've been treating them. Actually, I don't have any love for Saudi Arabia based on how they treat their people. But, um, I mean, if you can't see this house of cards coming down, I don't know what to tell you. But I don't. Well, actually, I do know what to tell you. Check out the podcast. Check out the YouTube. (laughs) That's what you do. Not just check it out. Take this. Do it. Do it. There's nothing to it but to do it. I mean, I'm sorry. That's, I know that's cliche, but you got to get out of this nonsense of thinking, oh, man, well, I live in this little salt, small space. I can't do anything about it. Or the city, this goes right back to asking for permission. Or um, how many times have you heard this one? The city won't allow chickens. Yeah. And you came up with a legit solution in jest, but what is your solution? They identify as bald eagles. Yeah. That's a national bird. You can't go getting rid of those. <laughs> if a person can go out there and identify as anything as he or she wants to be, then why can't you do the same thing? Take a plage like some of that jujitsu Jack Spearco talks about. Why can't you use that in your favor? I even said it on Jack's show one time. Yeah, tell him you're whatever animal you want, whatever it is, tell him it identifies as a dog, whatever's legal in your area. If people can sit here and turn this world upside down with a bunch of nonsense, then why can't you turn it right side up with some good common sense? You dig what I'm saying? All right, when we come back, we're going to get into the main topic. All right, son, you're going to have to explain that one. That one is Sean Chris from uh, Kill the Mockingbirds. Okay, I didn't. Okay, yeah, well, Sean's got some good stuff there, man. I like what he did on the back end about it. Uh, man, you got to let me pick the part where we come into this, man. Yeah. Well, no, I had to I had to get it in between the cussing. <laughs> oh, oh, well, there is yeah, there's some of that. strategic timing in that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, okay, I, I it stay takes corrected. Me a, few, a few attempts. <laughs> oh, well, there is that. Okay. Um, when I pirate this music, it takes me a little bit. <laughs> well, so Sean Chris, he's the other part of the Kill the Mockingbird right. podcast. There you go. Yep. All right. Well, how about that? All right, y'all. Getting, We're going to kind of pick up where we left off to a certain extent. I mean, I didn't tell you the news to give you bad news. I told you the news to give you reality. And the reality is this world is on a knife's edge. So right out of the gates, if you haven't seen it before, remember you can, we gave you a video out there, how you can go get dry goods and you can survive for quite a while on those for a hundred bucks. What was it? 85 days, 85 and a half. I think Yeah, 85 and a half days, but who's counting that half? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it comes down, okay, but that was on a hundred bucks. So right out of the gates, if you're saying, okay, man, I just got out of the matrix. What do I do? Well, start right there. Get yourself some dry goods because you can have that in your pocket, in your thing tomorrow, within a week, whatever the case may be. You can get that done quickly. But what do you do on day three? Let's say you got a year's worth. Well, what do you do on day 366? You better have a resupply plan. And better still, you you want to try in any kind of uh, preparedness situation, you want to try to get into your stores as little as possible. So if you have a bunch of 22 rounds and you can go out there and harvest some squirrels, eat a squirrel. Justin told us he ran over one the other day. He took he took it home and made it for dinner, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So squirrel, you ain't going to get that in the store. Um, we got rabbits running all over this mountain. Well, I haven't killed them. Maybe I want to later on. Actually, yeah. I saw a dead squirrel. Emily and I saw a dead squirrel getting wood uh, earlier today. It was just laying on the forest floor. Oh, in our forest? Yeah. Huh. It, but it looked like it had been shot. Really? Yeah. It was over on the edge on that side. Huh. Well, maybe somebody took him out. Mm-hmm. All right, things are harder than I knew. But uh, <laughs> well, They didn't come collect the harvest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's probably on our property. All right, well, think about your resupply. Okay, and that's what, exactly what we're getting into. And it only makes good sense right now. 
Okay, so we just put 40... We'll go ahead and cover quickly the dollars and cents on that so it makes sense right. to a lot of people out there that might not have seen the video. So we put about, what was it, 41 birds in 41. a 41. So 210 pounds is what you said? Yep. All right, so there's a lot of birds we didn't process that we put down in there to be in the laying flock. And the reason being, okay, with things being what they are, with them shutting down all these chicken manufacturing places, not manufacturing, but the places that hatch them out or whatever, I mean, with all the nonsense and the shenanigans they've pulled, I'm thinking, okay, we need an insulation. And why not take, what's that? What's those roosters we got out there? Bielfelders, Ginger, right? Ginger, oh, the, yeah, those are Bielfelders. Yeah. Okay, good size, friendly birds, really good birds, uh, very, very friendly. We got two roosters in there. They're not tripping. And then now we got these ginger broilers in there, which, yep. man, they made some nice birds. Yeah, those are big body. Those are some solid birds. Yeah, not a big breast on them, but... The rest of it, man, is pretty legs. doggone respectful. Yeah, they have some giant thighs and giant legs on them, though. Like, yeah. when you grab them, they're solid. I mean, breast ain't my favorite part anyway, man. I mean, but the point being is that it's part of the resupply plan. So what could I do? Even without powder, power, we got broody hens down there that, you know, we could look after eggs that way and hatch them out. Plus, the way we feed our birds. So we put 41 birds in there. We did it for free. And honestly, we got probably at least 17 cubic yards of compost. I figured it at 10 cubic yards. Right. We're money ahead. Yep. So. And that's and that's without selling a, a single bird. Didn't sell a single thing. Now, if we did sell these birds, I mean, we'd be balling in some money right now, yeah. nephew. I mean, that. but that's really not the if point. If we sold birds and compost. We'd make a killing. Yep. We'd make a killing, but that's not what we do. That's not where our interests lie. Our interests lie is trying to evangelize this information. And so everybody in the sound of my voice and folks, this is why I'm hoping you tell your friends to check this out. Because we are teaching you, trying to, hey, we do this. We show you how we do it. There is no way, if you tried just a little bit, that you couldn't replicate this. So when it comes to those chickens, we put all those birds in the freezer. And really, the birds were a byproduct of the compost we needed. Right. And and omnivores like chickens and pigs are going to be your hardest ones to feed for free. Like your ruminants like cows and sheep. You should you be doing that for next enough. Yeah, you shouldn't have to buy feed for them. Yeah, check out Jim Garris, Kick the Hay Habit, okay? And then right. you find out how you can even do it through even the winter months if you stockpile some forage. I mean, it can be done. Yeah. And then also you got a lot of forage trees out there you could use. There's a lot of stuff we use yep. for tree hay. I mean, so when it comes to your ruminants, it's it's a lot. It could be a lot easier unless you're overgrazing a space or you have too many animals for the space you're in. Okay, look, you have got to check out the Independent Farmstead by Sean and Beth Doherty. Right, a lot of awesome information in there. I thought I invented this method, but come to find out, they had, they were years ahead of me, and, and they've been doing it forever in a day. And also rabbits. I mean, they reproduce quickly. A breeding pair of rabbits will produce more meat than a cow in a year. Well, let's stick to chickens right now. Let's go oh, ahead. Yeah, we'll, more on that. Yeah, we'll oh, okay. we'll get down to it. Um, when it comes to your ruminants, it should be really easy enough. But when it comes to your chickens, think about your resupply plan. Okay, if feed costs are only going to go through the roof, and they are. Well, is it even going to make sense for you to raise your own animal if you can go to the store and get it for much cheaper, especially at a time when you don't have a whole lot of money? Because honestly, the way that feed is getting, that might be your better your better yeah. source. If you're raising it and buy, if you're raising uh, broilers and buying feed, you're not money ahead. Not at all. And you're probably not even very much quality ahead either, depending on where you're getting your like depending on the competition and depending on how you're raising them. It well, might not be much higher in quality. You know everything that they had, but... Well, we, you know. we just put all these birds in the freezer, and they ate primarily non-GMO corn chips and non-GMO rice. And whatever they uh, scavenged through the compost. Right. And they got the best protein you could possibly right. ask for, right through that compost. Yeah. Beautiful yellow fat on them. So, as far as that resupply plan... Let's say you can buy a little bit of feed. Let's say you can supplement it from some of the places we talked about when we were talking about in the beginning of this podcast, whether it's going to dumpsters, whatever the case may be, if you're going to town, okay, so you stop in at some restaurant or whatever, you get this and that. Even if you saved yourself, let's say you were able to cover half your chicken's feed costs. Well, you're still money ahead. That might be all you need to break through. Let's say you don't supply all of it, but you can mix some of it in there. Okay, let's say you're growing a crap load of trombocinos or a bunch of squashes and like I said, look through the independent farmstead. Yep. There's all kinds of things you can be growing out there that keep 
forever and a day at room temperature or in a barn somewhere, you can absolutely do that. Those Kushaw squashes, man, for crying out loud, they not only taste good, but they keep forever and a day. And also for your chickens, uh, sorghum, like the millet heads on yeah. the, the sorghum, the seed heads on the sorghum. You can hang those up and store those for a long time. And That's a large ingredient in your chicken feed anyway is a millet. Yeah, there you go. I mean, there's all these different options, so you better be thinking outside the box and then be thinking, okay, okay, at first maybe I'm going in dumpsters, all right? Well, oh, maybe wait, that's hold not. on, Dad. We're missing the biggest one for chickens, comfrey. Well, absolutely, yeah. We're I missing mean, the biggest one. <laughs> no, well, they don't eat exclusively comfrey, but they eat a crap load of it. Yeah, they eat like as much as we give them is how much they eat. Sure, it's funny. All these people reaching out saying, "Oh man, comfrey's bad for you." This and that. Well, we've we fed them so much comfrey, it should have murdered every single bird we had. We should have a bunch of dead animals. Yes, and hmm perfectly fine or the accumulation in the sheep yeah yeah they should have had liver toxicity issues by now yeah so i'm not buying any of the garbage out there i mean you can believe what you want but we feed so much comfrey that's why we sell it like crazy because i'm hoping we can no longer sell it because everybody's got it as much as i've used uh, the comfrey sev i should be having issues man I'm, I'm not buying anything anything that comes from these prostitutes pundits or profligate liars out there i'm just not going to believe it but when it comes to these birds when it comes to these birds we got um we got so many different ways in which especially an omnivore that you can elect to feed them so be thinking maybe your first transition, Sean and Beth are showing you how it all surrounds itself around a milk cow. A lot of people don't have a cow, but you may have access to a dumpster. And let's say you're growing a lot of food out there or you're able to even gorilla garden in a lot of different places. Well, what does that mean to you? That maybe you start off there and then transition to where you can grow enough stuff to see to your animals. Because the truth is we do grow a lot now. Or like even a neighborhood, um, let's say you live in an urban area, you could try to do like a neighborhood uh, food scrap pickup. You could. Yeah. You absolutely could. I mean, good luck in the United States of Amnesia making that happen. But right. it may get to the point where you do. Well, you know, food banks. Nobody wants something at a food bank. It has to go in a dumpster. They have no end user after them. So you might as well be that person. We've talked about it before. And like I said, there's a bunch of other, other places. You're just going to have, you can't expect me to give you all the answers out there, folks. You got to go out there and do a little bit of research. If I could do it in decab, Texas, it could be done anywhere and check it out. Same thing, your pigs, same food. You're going to give your chickens. You're going to give to your pigs. Yep. So minus you, except for, two uh, occasions you don't feed chicken to your chicken and don't feed pork to your pigs well that's that's the that's the rule we follow yeah so when you got your so the, the same stuff you're feeding to your chickens you're feeding to the pigs all right now here's where it gets down to brass tacks when it comes to a lot of this stuff these i'll give you well i'll give you a real life example that's unfolding right now so we got a few we got three pigs out there uh, one was going to go to the Sean, the modern yeoman. He's not going to take it because he's just up to his eyeballs with what he has. We couldn't work within the parameters he had. So he said, look, hey, just go ahead and drive on. So we got three pigs up there. Two of them are going to Justin. But Justin wants to wait. And he was real apologetic about it. And I told him, dude, it's no problem. He's like, man, we're going to have to keep putting feet. Well, dude, we ain't putting no feet in them. We're putting, yeah. I mean, it does, we can keep them on the hoof as long as we want. Because they're eating like non-GMO food scraps. That's what we get around here. And we're feeding this to our animals. And we're feeding them exclusively to the pigs. So guess what? Let's say you didn't go ahead and get that butchery class right now. Okay? And let's say you got yourself a butcher date. And you're going to bring that animal in to go get it done. Well, using these methods, I could leave it on the hoof as long as I want without having to worry about it. But honestly... Man, the way things are getting these days, I would absolutely recommend that you learn how to do this yourself. That's exactly why we put this course together. Also, if you're taking a pig in, you're probably not getting that same pig back. That's a fact. That's a fact, yeah. especially on your bacon and your other cuts. I mean, you'll probably get the pig back that you brought, the cuts and stuff like that. But, man, they don't even care, man. A lot of these guys, they'll sit there. They'll go ahead and do one pig. They won't clean off the instruments or whatever and then just throw the next one right through it and do your grind. It's just, I don't know, man. I'm not a clean freak, but man, I'm real funny about the way my food's processed. And honestly, I care a lot about how they're dispatched. That's why in that video, I spent a little time. You can see it for your own two eyes. Pig didn't even know it was coming. Bam. All it knows is that it was happy. And then it, you know, it moved on. Yeah. I mean, just really that simple. It wasn't, 
Yeah, I'm not trying to make this sound flip, y'all. It's a very solemn and sacred act. This is something I thank the good Lord that we're able to do and able to. Um, so I, I don't. I just want to make sure that this animal doesn't feel the torture of knowing where all the way around it, it smells death at a processing plant. Okay, I'm not going to stay on that topic for too long because the real topic is how to feed them for free. Well, the number one thing is the same thing, the same things you're able to get for your chickens. You can absolutely do it for your pigs. You just want to be a little more careful. You put a, you give them a bunch of garbage. Well, that's exactly what that meat's going to be like on the backside. But there and are. It's funny. The garbage you actually have to pay for. <laughs> well, you know, there was a lady. Yeah. Ain't that, yeah. Ain't that something? There was a lady. Um, oh, it was a, I can't remember who sent this to me, but there was a guy working in a factory. It was, I want to say it was up in, in Massachusetts. Somewhere, oh, yeah. Uh, they're throwing all that plastic and stuff down in the pig food. They're throwing the plastic. That was what didn't ladies farm? Didn't they have issues with it? Didn't they get yeah. their uh, like rat poison or something like there that was in their pig food? Yeah, there was something bad. Yeah. Well, this guy did this uh, tell-all video. It was a black guy working at this plant, and they're throwing pla- I mean, tons of plastic that they just basically processed right into the. Yeah. If you knew how much plastic was going into that stuff, I'm like, okay, I think I'm gonna take my chances. How much plastic is going into you? There you go. I mean, it's going to bioaccumulate in some kind of way, and these pigs are so tough. I mean, it's pigs, believe me, man, there's a reason they can survive out there in the wild. Yeah. Speaking of that, okay, so we got the pigs and chickens covered. What you were saying about rabbits. There was a lady at that last yeah. festival who's basically raising them. That farm where you live one? Yeah, I can't. Man, I wish I knew that lady's. Um, yeah, just check out farm where you live and look at their last um, rundown of people there. There was a lady there, met her at the hotel, and she's raising rabbits basically without store-bought feed. That's good. That's only how it should I, be. Only one I knew that was doing that was Daniel Salatin. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing it in like the rabbit tractor method. Like the kits, he'll bring those out, put them in a rabbit tractor, and finish them out on pasture that way. Man, I wish they I had her. feed them, I believe. Well, she said she's not feeding them anything but wild stuff, so maybe she's That's worked good. out the genetics. And I had asked her at the hotel when I ran into her, I said, well, hey, I heard there were some genetic issues with some of the other people that tried she said, no, we got that worked out, and it looks like everything's good. So I wish I had her name, but go to the Farm Where You Live website, and you can probably find her. So I need to get her. I'd love to get her book as well. I know she had a book she was selling out there. So I wouldn't I wouldn't mind uh, having that as a really good resource because we don't have rabbits right now, but we're, we just got to get some things knocked off the plate. But here's one more thing, y'all, as far as feeding yourself for free. A lot of people don't know how to hunt, Okay. And let's say you're in a place where, you know, finding public land, you're out there competing with everybody else. That's going to be tough. But I'm going to tell you what, you can fish a lot of different places. Yeah. And you'd be shocked, man. I remember down there at Lake Texoma when I had my, um, I mean, it was kind of comical to watch, man. I had a fifth wheel set up there and I was working in Sherman. And Lake Texoma was just a hop, skip and a jump away from my job site. But I, I, I was parked in they basically let me stay there long term. I had to move it off the job site and move it over to this um, place that was near Texoma Dam. Anyway, I'm over there, man, and you would see a gang of Vietnamese guys out there, man. They were snatching these fish up. Everything everybody these was carp. talking about throwing back, yeah, carp. <laughs> it didn't matter. Yeah, I mean, man, they were taking everything. But it's a food source. Yeah, carp will make bone stock or fish stock. Uh, make meat too. Well, yeah, you in between the bones. The bones. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you better get through the bones. But honestly, we live in a place where the fishing for trout is all over the place. Right. And almost nobody does it. Very few people do it. Right. So you could be snatching up fish out of there, get your limit, you know, plus you're having a great time just being out there. Um, You live near some lakes. Okay, I know... I'll. A lot of people like to throw them back. I ain't one of those people. If it's a keeper, if it's legal, I'm taking it. It's going back to the house. Besides, fish, believe it or not, is my favorite meat. And there's also an argument that, like Jeff Lawton's argument, uh, so if it's legal, like throwing back the little ones and, and just keeping the big ones, that's the exact opposite of how we should be breeding these fish. We should be keeping the little ones and throwing back the big ones because we want the big ones to be to propagate. We want them to go back and make new babies because we want big fish. Well, hopefully there's other big <laughs> ones out there. But if you find yourself in a situation where you're needing some meat, it's going to be hard to make that yeah. argument. But you could right now go out there, fish, learn how to clean a fish. I don't have a video on that yet. 
I guess I, I yeah. left that part out. Yeah, we did leave that part out. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do one. We'll have to go out to the other side of North Carolina. Yeah, maybe I can get some big old... Well, if I ever go back to Texas, go get some stripers and show you how to make some steaks. How to process a shark. Not in fresh water? <laughs> no. On the other side of the state. Dad. Closest thing you're going to get is a, is a gar, man. You no, might get I'm one of those. about on, on the ocean side of the state. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll have to make our way over there. Still haven't been over there, but we I'd love to get over there. It's just good night, y'all, just up to our eyeballs and so many things. But really, think about some of that wild game. Okay, so everybody's going after deer. Maybe you want to go after squirrel. Or there's some rabbit out there. Get your practice now is what I'm getting Or at. groundhog. Maybe speed up a little bit. There you go. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a whole... That's fast food. There's a whole constellation out there. Turkey. I mean... Yeah, there's a ton of turkey around here. There's even an elk herd in Tennessee. Uh, I think ma- mainly through Tennessee. Yeah, I hear that's they're a- tearing up a lot of places too, man. Oh, really? Yeah, so I know that's a double-edged sword. But look, don't... For- I mean, honestly... Fishing is a pretty low barrier to entry. I mean, there's a bunch of videos out there. I'm sure if you look for them, you can find them. There's a whole bunch of videos out there that if you don't know the first thing about it, okay, go get yourself a Snoopy pull down at Walmart. (laughs) Go get whatever you need. But go out there and just kind of get some practice now, even if you're not going to take them home. But if you were to fill your limit, you know, it wouldn't take much time at all to get that freezer filled. Well, it's funny you say that because that show alone. Yeah, have you heard of that one? Yeah, yeah, that show alone. All of them, everybody who goes there resorts to fishing. Like fishing is their main um, source of food until they can until they can hunt something. Hmm. It's like they, everybody fell back on fishing. Well, we're gonna have to fall back on a lot of things, y'all. I'm not selling fear. I'm showing know how. When we get back, we'll hit the Q and A. That was Charlie Wilson and Snoop Dogg. Beautiful. That's the name of the song. Son, I don't believe you're going to be picking the music, man. What, what are you doing here, man? Yeah, that was still Charlie Wilson. You picked him. Hey, he was in the beginning and the end of the song. Or end of the uh, pimp cast. Yeah, that's Charlie Wilson with the Gap Band. Yeah, well, this is just Charlie Wilson this well, time. Well, yeah, I'm, I'll make sure I pick the music the next time, son. Yeah. All right. Well, I have a text proven I was supposed to pick the music. Here we go. Um, Hi, Billy. My name is Justin. Um, Basically, he's up in Delaware. They're raising five guinea hogs this year and going to be planning on harvesting them in mid to late February. We sold four of the pigs to other families, and we'll be taking them to a local custom butcher for processing. Well, hey, I'm glad you were able to find a date. A lot of people seem to be having that problem right now. Um, Basically, he's saying he'd like to do a pig class, and he's looking to, you know, have us come up there and do that. Um regretfully I can't possibly get away. Um, I thank you for the offer and I get a lot of those. I mean, a lot of people are hitting me up these days about butchery and I, I just can't get away. We are just up to our eyeballs. Probably we're until still, April. we're still trying to catch up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, we're not there. Catch up. I mean, I would love to be able to go around and do these things everywhere. And pl- besides, I want to do, if I were to have a gunshot go off in Delaware, <laughs> would somebody be tripping about that? Possibly. Oh, man. Um, From the Fountain app, uh, B. Lynn, tell Michelle that rabbit tastes like chicken. Yum. Um, Red Moose also comments, tip a pimp. The wife and I just bought the pig butchering course now to get all the tools. Maybe that could be a giveaway idea. The course, equipment, most useful tool, etc. Love what you guys are doing. Proud to support and promote the permaculture pimps. All right, man. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear from you. So there, there, there's your giveaway ideas. My giveaway ideas, still the knives. Well, we're going to work that out. I'm definitely going to do something. But, folks, if you're listening to this, go out there. Please leave a review. Well, yeah, next week we're going to do another knife review since it's the beginning of the month. So next uh, next Monday. Knife review. Not knife review. Knife giveaway. Yeah. So now nobody's going to leave any. No. <laughs> leave a review for the knife. <laughs> They're not going to leave any. They're going to be like, nah, I ain't leaving leave, nothing, dude. I want that knife. Leave a review for the knife and speaking um, of which, for the knife giveaway. And spe- speaking of which, the lady... Um, well, I'll get to her in a minute. Um, the one, she, Jody. Yeah, she 
she reached out to me and I think I got her pod. Right. Yeah. I got her address through that email so okay. I can send it to her. Yeah. Make sure you get yeah. that on the first thing smoking. This guy, yep. Sean reached out to me before. Um, he's saying that his comments still aren't showing up. Um, you know, like on the live stream, he's talking about, man, we got porn bots jumping up all over the place. But for some reason on YouTube, I can't seem to get any of his. Yeah. You notice our comments are way down on the YouTube videos too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole lot of, and we're dropping some pretty informative kind of stuff lately. Videos and uh, comments, or views and comments are both down on the videos. Yeah, and so they they keep playing these games, y'all, and that's, I don't know if there's any way around it. I mean, I'm not a tech person, I don't know. I just know that probably the best way of going about it is uh, like homesteading pastor. I'm not getting notifications. I mean, he's my pastor. I don't even get notifications when he puts something out. And he was hitting me up about it. So this is only happening to the people that aren't selling fear. Now, if you're out there putting out videos like, do these five things or you ain't going to make it kind of thing, yeah, they'll put you at the top of the list. But I think the powers that shouldn't be know that this whole house of cards is, I think they know it's crashing down, right? And um, I think what they're doing is trying to keep people as ignorant as they possibly can. They don't want them to know, hey, here's a, People out here that can show you how to butcher um, chickens, raise them up for free, put the compost back into your garden. The last thing the powers that shouldn't be want anybody to know is how ubiquitous this information could be. So they don't well, want it to see the light they, of day. They directly benefit from me saying, go buy these 10 things from Amazon or you're all going to die. They directly benefit from that. They don't benefit at all from me recycling their waste streams. Right. <laughs> they get absolutely zero money from it. Right, and they got it all set up, y'all. That's why we're having problems on this technological area. Um, they're even playing games with the podcast. They're doing it all the way around. But look, there's at least this remnant out there. The folks that are hearing this right now, look, if, if this thing is going to get out anywhere, it's going to have to be through you because the powers that shouldn't be are basically putting a muzzle on anybody that's trying to put out legitimate information out there. Um, all right, got this next one from uh, Joshua. Um, he's been trying to establish... Uh, grazing on public man, this made my day. Says I've been trying to establish grazing on public lands here in Pennsylvania. Uh, thank you. Just heard about it on your uh, recent podcast. Basically, um, he says I'm trying to push forward, but I thought you might know the state system 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 isn't exactly fast. And uh, any thoughts would be greatly appreciated. Okay. What happens if you just do it? Not asking for permission. <laughs> we talked about it in the beginning. Now, now, if you're on the side of an interstate. You're probably going to have to explain that one. But, William, you had this idea of something you've been wanting to do for the longest time. Why don't you tell them about that? Oh, yeah, the um, gorilla shepherding. Yeah, I want to run pigs through national forests. I think that would be cool. To just take them out there, run them, like take some guinea hogs out there, something that's going to forage a lot for itself, and then just run them through the national forest. Help, and it's beneficial to the national forest. And if anybody has an issue with it, we can make that argument. But it's it's definitely beneficial. What for you both gonna systems. do? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. What you gonna do? Again, ask yourself: Does it negatively affect anybody else? No, I'm doing it. I got half a mind to go ahead and just do it, man. <laughs> just go out there with some hog net, put them out there. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's getting to that point where folks are going to have to come up with some plan Bs. Mm -hmm. All right, this one here. Um, hey, well, hold on. I got stuff on Fountain Death. Well, just come back to it, man. I'm already right, I'm already ahead. locked and loaded, man. Um, okay, so this one here came from Randy. Hello. Heard your pimp cast for October 30th. Uh, there's a 25-day supply. He's talking about diesel. If they don't refine anymore, check out verify.com, the nation's reserve of diesel. Uh, is a 25-day supply. The reserve is at a very low level, but the refiners will continue to refine. However, there are stories about two to three months ago about lower shipments of diesel and DEF. Yeah, I remember hearing those things about DEF fluid, and yeah. I remember, if I remember right, uh, there were people claiming that the DF DEF would have been gone by now. Well, it's still out there. And right. that's why I said that the reason I smelled a rap with this whole diesel thing, the biggest reason is diesel comes off the top. It does. I mean, it's pretty much the byproduct of making the other stuff. So why isn't there a short of, shortage of JP4? Why isn't there a shortage of unleaded? I mean, either this thing is contrived, controlled, or both. Ready? Yep. All right. Need more acres. Says, I have access to alpaca manure via a neighbor, but they use dewormer on them frequently. 
Would you use that manure in the chicken tractor on steroid system? Uh, in this case, no. Uh, I would say no because that alpaca manure is coming out so cold, it's basically straight carbon immediately. Um, and there's not really any nitrogen. And you're using the manure as a nitrogen source. Um, and if you do use it, I would use it sparingly. But you're wanting the interaction between nitrogen and carbon to lock up those uh, toxins. But there isn't really any nitrogen in their manure. So you're not going to have that reaction the same way. Um, so if you do use it, just use it sparingly. Like if you're doing an 18-day compost pile, maybe use like a bucket full. Well, we got this one from Gwen. And uh, basically, if you love the people so much, why aren't you giving this stuff away for free? Meaning the course. Her name's Gwen? Yeah. Could have guessed that. <laughs> guess that. Hey, there's some good Gwens out there too. All right, why aren't we giving everything away for free? Have you not looked at our YouTube channel? Do you have any idea? I mean, I don't even know where well, to start with this. It, it's I'm no, done. it's none of your business, Gwen. That's that's all they need to know. So don't let the door hit yeah. you where the good Lord split you. So no, at the end of the day, you're just mad you're not getting this course for free. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? We're providing tons of value for less than half the price of what you would pay otherwise. So, and look, we got to make a living too, but it's not just that. I mean, this is as close as you're going to get. We we made it bare bones. We didn't add any charcuterie. That'll be on down the line. We didn't do any of that stuff. I'm counting on you to be able to follow the instructions I'm giving in in here step by step and it works no matter the animal this is a tremendous value look i know what people are charging for classes right now why didn't anybody ever you know what i don't ever hear this why didn't anybody say this to walmart why do you ever ask walmart why they don't because give their they, stuff for free because they publicly advertise their uh charities that's why because they can say oh well we we gave, I mean, they can show like, you know, on the commercials and stuff like, oh, we gave X amount to, which in fact, they didn't really give any. It's whatever you clicked at the register. Like, oh, would you get like to give an extra dollar to St. Yeah. Jude? You paid an extra dollar. They didn't give any to St. Jude. Yeah, but the thing that burns me up, if you were to do a comparison of how much money we've given away to Vets for Child Rescue and some other things, how many things we've given away that we don't tell it the whole world about, there's a fair amount of money we give away. And for, you know, it, it is my goal in life to be able to end child sex trafficking. And I got to make money to do that. I got to pay. I got to be able to pay the operators that are kicking in these doors and rescuing these kids. If I'm going to do that, I got to make money. And I ain't apologizing. So, um, yeah, Gwen, why don't you give me a list of the wonderful things you're doing in this world? Because, frankly, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on you. But the fact of it is. Look, we're offering a serious value out there. If you don't like it, don't buy it. Plus, I've if you wanted to do, I didn't go into anywhere near the kind of detail we did in the video that we had on YouTube. It's one of our most popular videos. It's yeah. out there. You want to go watch it? There's a free version. But I didn't have the benefit of Jason doing the filming because, frankly, the guy is fantastic at editing. Yeah. He's fantastic at, I mean, his attention to detail is second to none. And... You know what? He's got to be paid for his efforts as well. And you find me another course that offers more value for less money, and then I'll, I'll take mine off any day of the week. So if you want to go ahead and complain about that sort of thing, you just knock yourself out. I'm not going to spend any more time on you. Um, all right, here we go. This one from Kim. Uh, it's a pretty long response, so I'm going to have to get too right down to it. Um, she's living in West Virginia, and she says, Love my bone sauce. I've been investing in electric solar charger. Never hooked it up. Okay, question. I'm in southern West Virginia. How much do you charge to come and consult with me to maximize my raw land? So far, I have two cabins. She's going on about um, what she has out there, and it's very helpful. I forwarded your email to William. Right. And uh, did you want to address any of that, son? I, I haven't had a chance to read it yet, Dad. You sent it right before the podcast. Well, he's going to get with you as far as his rates and stuff like that, but also um, we're kind of swamped. I mean, we are up to our eyeballs. Yeah. And so many different things. But check it out. Eric Sider is thinking about coming out of retirement and doing more of this stuff, too, as well. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Come, come on out, Eric. Eric is, <laughs> Eric is. I mean, he's thinking about doing, I mean, like everything else Eric comes up with. He's got the best permaculture shirts out there, so you want to yeah, get those. Yeah, he does. And he also has some, I mean, he has so many innovative ideas It'll make your head spin. I don't know that I've ever met a person in this space that had more innovative ideas when it comes to permaculture. And he's thinking, 
I think he's coming up with ways, pretty clever ways, in which to be able to do this electronically as best he can. I'll have to get with him about that and maybe get him on here to maybe discuss what he had in mind. But I sent that email over to William, so uh, he'll work that out with you. All right, got another one from Tim. Um, this is going to be tough to read because it's kind of small. Hey, y'all, my eyes ain't great, so send them in the bigger font if you can. Um, it's been over a year since you graciously sent me the bone sauce. Uh, you can see in my email chain that my groundhog problems start in the fall of the year and the vegetables they like to attack. Late August this year, I cut down some cedars, and he painted the bone sauce on them and drove them into the ground around the garden perimeter every 10 feet. He says, as uh, thus far as of November 2nd, 2022, the groundhog hogs, and he has this in big letters, have not invaded the area slash plot where I have the brassicas. Okay, well, that is just plain awesome. Um, I didn't really check this on groundhogs. I didn't know whether or not it would work on groundhogs, so I'm glad to hear well, that's that. That's good to know. Yeah, I mean, it worked for him anyway. Um, okay, so he's talking about getting some. So uh, thank you so cool. much for that, Tim. Um, I haven't tested it on groundhogs. I frankly don't know. Hey guys, also don't forget to let me know on the fountain app if it's going to be a fixed blade or a uh, folder for the knife giveaway next week. Um, okay. We got one from Judy. Um, if, if I remember correctly, she had this, um, she had this issue out in Hawaii and the bull was in there tripping. I mean, like knocking down trees and stuff, man. Oh, wow. And so, um, she told me, uh, let's see here, man. I, when okay. she said wild bulls, did she mean, mean that their behavior was wild or that they had like wild bulls roaming in well, the Well, if I remember there? correctly, man, I don't, I mean. I think they just, I completely took it wrong whenever I read it before, but I think that's what she meant. Well, that they were no, like wild, like their behavior was wild. I don't know which end of it it is, but all I know is these bulls makes, are tripping. That makes so much more sense. One of these bulls are tripping. There ain't no cows around. Is it, hey, Billy. Um, well, okay, I won't go there. Give him enough fluoride. <laughs> okay. She says, uh, well, it looks like uh, the effects of your bone sauce have diminished after a month or so or and a lot of rain. At least for my Brazilian cherry tree, I saw my bull scratching his neck on its trunk. I reapplied bone sauce. Uh, on all my vulnerable trees until I ran out, we'll have to order some more. A friend asked me if it'll work on horses. I think it might. Um, there's probably a better chance of it working on horses. I got to be honest with you. I never tried it on them either. Um, we know deer and rabbits. rabbits. That I know for sure. Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest with you. I don't really know. I really don't know when it comes to those other ones. I mean, we haven't had a chance. We haven't had a reason to check it out. I mean, we do have those, uh, well, I guess the closest thing we would have is uh, next door. We got those, um, uh, what do you call them? Things? Donkeys. Donkeys. Yeah. 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 They don't mess with the fruit trees. They could reach some of the branches. Well, um, last one is going to be Paul. And he had a lot of good stuff in here regarding proton mail and stuff. And uh, because we're running out of time, I got to get to this. Um, he says, uh, regarding the 240 volt solar, uh, they're all in one solutions from companies like GrowWatt. Or EG4. Man, thanks a lot for that, man. I know a lot of people wanted to know that. Uh, they can be wired for split phase 240. I'm using one myself as I write, uh, as I type this. I went out, uh, went this route to get a quote. Okay, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, so basically, spending another 700 bucks on an inverter was half the price of a pump swamp and gave me more potential power and ability to add more solar panels. Okay. Well, anyway, it looks like GrowWatt. And EG4 is something that he endorses. I haven't tried any of those, but um, might have to look into it. Um, right now, we're still, I mean, man, there's a whole lot of stuff we have yet to do. I mean, to get done around here, uh, getting our solar stuff completely squared away is definitely in the um, cards. We're not there yet, and we're not there yet on a lot of other things. Going to all these festivals really, really put us back so many, so many yeah. different ways. In fact, you were out there trying to gather wood today. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're, it was just in between the, I mean, everything else. Yeah. Well, hey, y'all, the, the big theme of this particular podcast is you have got to start working on your resupply plan. I know we keep going on and on and on about it, but folks, that's what we are all about because we want you to stay alert, stay alive, 